Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Previously on our special listener one-shot. Mortimer, Scarlet, Mossy and Leo arrived at the ruins of Movis, where Dane Ashglade tasked them with heading into Sidro Goodson's Sanctum to find whatever treasures he may be hiding. They managed to find a magic key after rescuing a petrified young man. They discovered that Mortimer was a lot more prepared for adventure than the rest of them, and they happened upon a group of marauding goblins who were no match for Scarlet's magic. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy part two of Sidro Goodson's Sanctum. So you walk down the corridor and you turn left, turn left down into it. You come into a room which is a display room. So in this display room, there are eight tables. Six of them actually have things on them. You see, uh, you you walk you walk in and you see they are racks. Each table has a weapon on it. And at the very end, where the door to leave will be, there is a statue of a knight with an outstretched hand, and a plaque above it that says, "Bring to me the greatest weapon, the king's covet. Put warriors to ruin." and ends all battles. Okay, uh, so what weapons can we see on the tables? Okay, so if, um, and you don't need to roll for this one of the experiments. So there are the six the six tables that have things on them. There is a weapon on each one with a little name nameplate on it. Um, the first one that you look at is called Black Talon. It's a scorched spear with a raven etched into the blade. The next one is called King's Bane. Two daggers, each with a half of a broken crown etched on the blade. Thor- the next one is Thorn, a great sword with thorned barbs etched into the blade. It- they all have something etched in the blade. Grieve, which is a long sword with a wilted rose. Storm Edge, which is a huge two-handed battle axe, too big to be carried by a normal-sized creature. The blade is-, is burnt black with lightning bolts on it. And the last one is called Peacemaker. It's a silver- rusted silver sword with olive branches etched into it. Sorry, is this thing in the middle uh, a chandelier or? 
Oh yeah, it's a chandelier. It's just light source. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> Mortimer reads the inscription above the knight again. Uh, the yes, the inscription says, "Bring to me the greatest weapon. The king's covet puts warriors to ruin and ends all battles." Well, that would be probably peace. It puts an end to all mm. battles. Mm. Mortimer shrugs. I found it's... kings tend to covet money more than anything else. Yeah, but it's the bane of the king, not what they want. There's not a pen around anywhere, is there? Because I've heard they're mightier than swords. <laughs> no, there isn't a pen in the room. <laughs> is there anything on the, the empty tables? The There is the shadow of something that might have been there, each of them kind of showing that there would have been a sword there, but there's no nameplate on as if what has been there has been removed recently. Or they, mm. Does that mean they've been? Does that mean they've been taken, or does that mean they've used them to get past the night? Roll an Arcana check. Me. Yeah, Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet. Roll an Arcana check. Which, See if you can work which, that one out. Which dice? Uh, twenty. Twenty. I rolled a twenty. And plus two, you get. I rolled a twenty. Let's have a look. So you 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 walk you walk over to the to each of the empty tables and you kind of put your hand on you just kind of think you think. There did exist weapons here at some point. Someone has tried to come through here and put the wrong weapon mm, on the statue. Poorly. They did choose poorly here, yes. Uh, do we see any mess on the ground around the statue? Um, um, rule investigation for me, Mossy. Uh, right. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, did you know? There's a ceiling in this room. <laughs> Did you get a one? Got a nine. <laughs> you got a nine. You, you you're in a room. You're definitely in a room. Um, it's a little bit dusty. Some cobwebs in the corner. The cleaner hasn't been through here for a while, but you don't know there's anything special about the room. We are not outside. It's <laughs> definitely inside. Mortimer taps him on the shoulder. Well done, lad. Well done. <laughs> I prefer being out in the water. Much nicer out there on a ship. That makes sense. Okay, so we clearly have a puzzle here. We need to pick one of these things that's going to fulfil all of the criteria there. But which one does that? I tend to agree Did with what anyone... we said about, about peace being the thing that's going to fulfil lots of those. But then at the same time, Mortimer, you're exactly correct in that money tends to be what's coveted by... Hmm. Did anyone write anything down? Because I didn't. I wrote down about three things and I got bored. So I just... I'll tell you what, hang on. I'll I'll put what the notes are in in the Zoom chat so you can see. So we've got the Black Talon and Kingsbane, Thorn, Longsword, Storm's Edge and Peacemaker. Can you put the riddle into the uh, chat as well? Just sorry. Lady Scarlet's forgotten her glasses. Greatest weapon. <laughs> bring me, bring to me the greatest weapon. The king's covet puts warriors to ruin and ends all battles. Okay, so yeah, peace does end battles. Uh, covers that. Kind warriors of warriors, to warriors as well. Oh yeah, because they they ain't fighting anymore. If there's peace, you don't need them. You ever met a soldier with nothing to do? Tend to just go to drink. That does happen. Okay, well, should we try it? 
Well, I, uh, I got, I have reservations. I have to be honest. Uh, what do you suggest, then, my lady? Well, I have no fucking idea. The only thing that I can think of is you've got so people fight for a reason, and then you've got. You've got two daggers, each with half a broken crown etched on the blade. So does that mean that nobody's won? Like, as in the King's Bane, does that mean nobody's won either battle? Or the... Or both sides have lost? The King has been baned? As in <laughs> both sides have not won anything? <laughs> the King has been baned. <laughs> is that what you it is? Into the crown. Crown. I was born into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was counting in my head until someone did a bad impression of Thomas Hardy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm going to walk over, I'm going to pick up Peacemaker, and I'm going to carry it towards the statue and see if anyone else stops me. I ain't going to stop you. Mortimer's going to move against the wall and uh, find something that he can duck behind quickly. Uh, I recognise that and give Mortimer a nod. (laughs) He probably did the smarter thing. Well, okay... So you 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 you, you approach the statue holding Peacemaker, and what do you do with it? Uh, I believe the statue is holding a hand out. I'm going to place the uh, blade into its hand. So as as you put put the the blade into its hand, the hand grips it tightly and turns ninety degrees so that it's holding the sword upright, and then the head bows and it fades away. Did you die? <laughs> Roll a perception check. Oh dear. I'm a bit better at that. He says. Ten. Ten. You can perceive he's still alive. You're not sure how, how much how much of a life that is, but he's definitely still alive. I can see you waving and grinning. Oh, you're not turned the to moss, stone. The moss, the moss is tingling. My moss senses tingling, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, 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 the statue of the night fa- uh, fade, fades away, and the uh, the other weapons in the room fade away as well. Good work, everybody. Right, what's uh, what's behind the statue, please? So behind the statue is a path that leads to a small office. Ooh. Or I, I would say, I would say an office, more of a workroom. There are um, there, there are four desks in the room. Um, I'll leave you out there so you can actually see what's there. It looks like a there are there, there are four desks in the room, and it is a mess in here. Absolute detritus everywhere. Loads of crap, up ceiling to floor. It's just full of rubbish, as if someone is just using using this place as a dumping ground for all of their either projects or half finished things or just stuff that is not worked or finished on. Mortimer turns to Mossy and goes, "Um, sorry, did you did you say you could sense magic in things?" Uh, yeah. Give us a moment. Uh, let me see. I've got some more. Here it is. Oh. I was just thinking um did you check those weapons behind us i mean they looked sort of ornate i was uh, wondering whether or not they might be worth something well i would Ooh. but they've just disappeared have they i think they did they did they did they did ah never mind oh, that shit, then i was hiding behind the table at the time see i may have only realized <laughs> we were inside but i saw the weapons disappear <laughs> <laughs> Hard to see from underneath the table. Anyway, um, yes, we should carry on. Then. Well, while I've got this out, I'll rub it into my eyes a bit, and I'll ritually cast uh, detect magic. 
So as 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 you as you kind of rub the moss into your eyes and cast detect magic, um, r- r- remind remind me because detect magic is not. How does detect magic um, appear to Mossy when he sees um, magic? Like how is it? D- does he get a glowing light? Does he kind of just get like a beep, 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 kind of thing that he just kind of like radars? Uh, I don't. I don't think I get like a sonar ping. Uh, I think yeah, he looks around and uh, uh, things seem to sort of look a bit more colourful, like in the natural sunlight and glorious beauty of oh, nature. Right. And, Excellent. Uh, so, yeah. so yes. As as he rubs it into his eyes, he looks over at the uh, the desk in the southeast corner of the room, and it is blindingly bright. Ooh, I think there's going to be something interesting in that. Them there uh, chest of desky drawers. Okay. Well, the standard protocol seems to be for me to have a look and see if there's any uh, any kind of traps going on with <laughs> uh, it. Yeah, I think that would probably be best. Mm-hmm, I agree. So, yes, yeah, so if you want to roll an investigation on it, uh, Leo. 22. 22, yes, it is indeed trapped. Okay. Uh, there is, the, you, 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 can, you can tell, even without doing an arcana check, that there is a small magic trap on this. There is a glyph on the side of the desk. Mm, magic's outside of my remit, I'm afraid. I know, maybe it's it- shoe remit. Could we throw a shoe at I, it? I, I was going to say, I was going to throw a shoe at it, this... Something that I can do. Yes. Would you like to roll an attack roll then, Scarlet? While everyone is kind of stood pressed up against the back of roll uh, tissue, it's, <laughs> the wall. It's a six, but then do I do anything with the six? No, no, no. You, 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 you throw it, and it kind of it misses the glyph, but it knocks the desk enough that there is just this kind of like electrical f- firestorm in like a five foot radius. Oh, don't get me Dissipates. How is the shoe? The shoe. The shoe survived. A little bit scorched Good. on the edges, but it survived. Right. I'm not happy about the fact that it's been scorched, but I'm happy that it's still there. Mm. Are you aware I'll of put this? my shoe back on? Do you know much about this sort of uh, magic, milady? Well, my believing is that I'm quite a magical person, seeing as I'm a sorcerer. But I don't know what I'm doing with it, so I'd be happy to su- the suggestion. I'm just wondering if it's a uh, one bang. Or it's going to burn off again. Do you want to roll another investigation, Mossy, and see if what you can see now? That the, now, now the, tra- the trap has been sprung. Yeah, so do we get advantage or not? <laughs> but see, because you're using detect magic, yeah, you can have advantage oh, with this good. one. <laughs> By the way, I love your pussy, Mortimer. For the listeners' benefit, <laughs> Smashy's cat has just come into the frame. <laughs> I wasn't going to explain that. I was just going to let that sit. <laughs> She says thank uh, you. Uh, I got a 16. 16. You you kind of, from a distance as far as you can, you peer down the side of the desk. You can see the glyph has just turned into a scorch mark. It's gone. The magic's gone. But the desk is still radiating magic. Well, it looks like there's still something interesting in there. Uh, do you want to have a look to see if there's any physical traps as well? Sure. I'll have a look. I'll go over and investigate and see if I can notice anything that might well take a finger off if we uh, try and open the drawers. Okay. That's a fourteen. Fourteen. You um, you look at it. You kick the desk. Nothing happens. You kind of pull up one of the drawers, like closing your eyes just in case, and nothing. Nothing surprises you. So you can open the drawers quite nicely. Okay. Well, what's in the drawer? And, please. And as as you look inside, you see three um silver cylinders. Ah. Now, Ooh. could this be the parts of the rod that we were looking for? Yes, there was three parts. If you roll an Arcana check, Leo. Oh, 
Oh, natural 20. <laughs> natural 20. Yes, these are these are definitely three parts of the rod of seven parts. Okay. Well, remember, we've got to keep them apart. So if we each I'm take gonna one. Give, yeah, I'm going to give one to Mortimer and one to Mossy. And I'm going to slide one into my um, backpack. Um, hang on. Why not me? Because you're going to throw it. Why are you not giving one to me? Yeah, I will probably throw it something. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and, and you've got the key. So... The key's in my handbag, darling. I have two hands free. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so that was what was kind of generating the magical energy that Mossy was detecting there. Okay. Um, do you want to do any more investigations on the room? Like I say, it is full of crap, but it might be might have something useful. Yeah, well, let's have a look around, see if there's anything worth. Uh, yeah, check the other drawers. I'd like to have a look, see if there's anything interesting. In fact, in fact, Scarlet, roll me a. Um, an investigation check. Oh dear, uh, it's a two. Um, plus, two. hang on, plus two, four. Four. Now you 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 don't find anything, uh, Mortimer. I roll a seventeen. Seventeen. As you've kind of just double checked back there, you weren't sure about those weapons a hundred percent. You you convinced that they were still there, but then you you go through and confirm that they have kind of disappeared. But as you kind of step back, you hear a scratch underfoot. And you turn your foot over, and there is there is a there is a ring that looks very cold underneath you. Mm. And it appears the statue dropped um, this ring. If you pick it up, it's cold to the touch. Uh, Mossman picks it cold. up, carries it back into the room. Sort of goes over to Moss and goes, uh, "Mossy, you seem to be the sort of fellow with the best understanding of magical things. Does this seem like anything to you? Is it glowing? If you... <laughs> no, it feels it is glowing with you. Sort of cold to no, the it, touch." It, it, it's glowing with your detect magic, and it is cold to the touch. Um, do you want to roll me a history check, Mossy? All right. Let's see. Not advantage this time. I think it's a cold ring with a roll of ten. With a roll of ten. <laughs> no, with a roll of ten, you do actually recognise it. You can't be 100% sure, but you think this might actually be the Ring of Winter. Oh, that might be the Ring of Winter. Is that the one we were looking for? That was the. That is one you were looking it for. Is. Three of the four is things ex- collected now. Is it pretty? Mortimer carefully Sorry. pockets it before um, Scarlet can get too close to it. <laughs> <laughs> so you found, yeah, you found three of the four things that you're looking for. Is is there anything else in any of the desk drawers? So, um, uh, did you roll investigation before, Mossy? Oh, you did not. Uh... You're all for you, you. You can all roll investigations at this point if you want to, or or choose I've not to. It's up to you. Twenty-two. I think I've already done it. Twenty-two. So, um, so uh, mm-hmm. Leo, you 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 find um, you find the deeds to a chateau in Morin. Lovely. That are unsigned. Hmm. That'll do nicely. Ooh. I got a four. <laughs> you got a four, Moss, Mossy. You find some rat crap. And I think I find some lovely black mold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did anybody notice me finding the deeds? Um, no. Sin. No, because everyone else was busy investigating. Okay, I'm going to slide that into my back pocket and keep that one to myself. Mm. Right, did any, Did you roll one, Scarlet? I rolled a five plus a two, so I've rolled a seven, but I'm only interested in any more gossip about who's been shagging who and anything that can tell me a bit more about the people around me in the kingdom, anything that I can use in the future. So with a with a roll of seven, the, pap- the, the papers that you're kind of looking through are the d- 
dullest, driest stuff. It's like it's land registry stuff. It's it's what it's no. council districting. It's sewerage. It's just really mechanical. Unless stuff. it's sparkling or it's gossip, I ain't interested. So I'm just chucking it. Now, unfortunately, you're bored of you're bored of the writings that are in this room. And Mortimer rolled a natural twenty for a total of twenty four. Oh, so Mortimer finds um, a bag of gold with 13 gold pieces in it. Do I notice? And roll perception. Tell me if you notice. Um, hang on, I've rolled a five less a three, no, so I rolled notice. an eight. Mm-hmm. No, no, you, you, you don't notice that. Um, and uh, Mortimer also finds just a rather nice um, gilded notebook with a hardcover and a clasp with a lock on it, and it's... It, it hasn't been used yet. It's clearly uh, whoever owns this place was d- intending on using this, but it is it is brand new. It's in perfect condition, and um, it, 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 it grabs his attention. He sort of waves the bag of money in the notebook in front of everybody. Looks like about 13 gold, and uh, this looks like it might be worth a few pennies. Anyway, everything I could found. Anyone else come up with anything good? I've, they, they've got a bit of a damp problem because they've got black mould growing in here. It's not going to do any good <laughs> for the paperwork. Oh, that won't do my knee any good. Oh, dear. My sciatica's playing up something fierce. Do you know, I might have something I can rub on that for you if you want. No, I think not. Are you Shall sure? I'm going, it, it makes... I'm going to put my, uh, my cigarette out on your gilded notebook because I'm really upset that no. you kept gold from me. Mortimer shrugs it isn't his <laughs> shall we press on yes I think you should press on so uh, as you move out of this room you come to one more corridor um, and this one this one's a bit wider uh, unlike the other corridors you're able to walk like uh, to a side on, on this one um, Leo do you want to roll do you want to do another trap oh, yes, check please. for me uh, that's Mortimer will assist him in doing yes. that Thank you. Oh, nat 20. 24. Nat 20. You see you, you see a, another tripwire. This one is linked to a rather rudimentary trap involving the middle chandelier. Okay, well... So, so, there, so, so there are three chandeliers along it. They're, they're, both, they're all quite small, but they do have some sharp edges on the bottom. I'm going to point this out to everybody and suggest we leave it in place, because if we need to run back down this way, that might be a handy thing to set off... For whatever's chasing so us. I, so I shouldn't throw my shoe at it. That's correct, yes. No. Okay, so, I'll keep my shoes on for this one. Let's we just can, remember that. We can leave it in place, or I can attempt to disarm it if we'd rather, but um, just be careful of it. Okay, well, I was thinking about leaving it in place, because if we come up against something we need to run back this way, that's going to be a perfect trap for whatever's going to be chasing us. Seems sensible. Yeah, not a bad idea. Mm. Yeah, I'll just nod. Okay, so um, uh, right. What do we do with traps? Do we do, do I make you do dexterity or acrobatics rolls to get past it, or do we just say you've spotted it and you walk over? It depends it? on how high it is, how mean you are. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 being nice to you. So we'll 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 say that you're you're all very aware of the traps here, and because you're moving slowly, you all just kind of step over it. Oh, thank you. Um, and you reach the end of the corridor, um, where you find um a large locked door. And this uh, th- this one's different to any other doors that you've seen in this place because unlike the unlike the others which are just kind of plain wooden doors, this one is again it's gilded, it's ornate. Um, Scarlet, as you walk towards it, you can feel your purse vibrating ever so slightly. 
Oh, I thought the key in my purse. Sure, it's the key. Yeah, it's the <laughs> Lady Scarlet never tells. Keep your dirty nose out. It's my business, not yours. So it, it is the key, I would imagine. Yep. Nothing else. Uh, uh, so, does Mossy see anything else in her handbag? <laughs> Best not to look, sir. No. <laughs> a kind sir never looks in a lady's handbag, Mossy. You should know that. It might be a distressed small animal. Well... <laughs> That's one word for it. Do you know, I've seen some women with rats or even rabbits in their handbags. <laughs> uh, it always happens when you play D&D. This always happens. Yep. <laughs> we don't want it appearing above our heads and trying to attack us. No. No. That one is safely locked away. So... No, it's not that one. It could be the key. Let's get back to it. It could be the key. Well, okay. Do we see any doors? Yes, there is a door right in front oh. of you. That's the one with the that, lock on that, it. That that low perception rule is just really following you around there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there's the door. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you take out the, the key, Scarlet, and you hold it towards the door, you hear a click, a clunk, two more clicks and then the door just kind of like eases off and there's kind of this waft of air that comes towards you and Mossy you you, you enjoy the staleness of it it's a bit damp it's a bit it's a, it's a, it's a bit you, you know there might be a bit of mould in there but it's, it, it's a good it's a good mould that, oh, that smells nice that does that, that would start that a good sourdough that would <laughs> <laughs> and as 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 the door opens and you uh, and you all kind of approach into it, you see an absolutely massive what would you what you would expect to be a kind of a ballroom, um, with uh, two curtains running al- alongside it. You've got three absolutely enormous chandeliers casting a vast amount of light, um, and at, at the end of the room you see um, an altar and desks and a lot of papers and work and um. Uh, uh, papers and kind of work items um, and I'm just realising I forgot to put an asset down for this one but at the end you see by the altar you see um, a, a man kind of wor- working over it and there's this kind of magical glow coming around him. A real man or a statue man? No, a, re- a, a real man, a human. Ooh, is he fit? <laughs> uh, rule, rule perception for me. Fitness check. Fourteen yeah. plus uh, three. I got a seventeen. Seven, seventeen. This is a handsome man. This is this is a man that you recognise. This is a man that you've seen in paintings before. But it can't possibly actually be him, because you were told he was dead. Is it one of my husbands? <laughs> <laughs> so that I killed, but I'm keeping that to myself. So, um. Does anyone else want to roll an investigation check to see if you remember who this person is? Sure. Yeah. Oh, natural 20. 24. Well, you saw a painting of him as you walked in. This looks remarkably like Sidro Goodson. Dirty 20. The, 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 the regent of this town. And But didn't Dane Ashglade say to you that he'd been killed in the attack? Uh... Mortimer holds up his hand for silence. Uh, he looks at Mossy and... 
as he sort of makes a weird motion with his hands, Mossy, you hear in your head a sort of vague whisper. He's supposed to be dead. Is that a person? Is that magical? Can you tell? Well, uh, what's the range of uh, detect magic? Uh, 30 feet, so I can't see if he's magical at the moment. But I, no, I will to respond to that message with, um, we are we're meant to find a phylactery. Scarlet asks what a phylactery is, because she has no idea. He was whispering in my head, and I responded in his head. Oh, yeah. He was casting a sort of my little communication spell. Um, he sort of turned to the group and sort of gestured them back towards the doorway. Mossy brings up a good point. Oh, sorry, you weren't listening. Um, Mossy brings up a good point. It's it's possible this is a, a a sorcerer or a lich or some sort of spellcaster. If we're after a phylactery, there's chances this is someone we don't much want to mess with. Hmm. Yeah. Does anyone have any thoughts on how we can deal with this? I'm not sure we want his attention. Well, I could possibly try and charm him, but I don't know if he's someone as powerful enough to cheat death. I'm not sure I'm quite strong enough to bend his mind. Do you think we should try and get their attention first of all? Did I throw a shoe at him? Uh, what is it with you well, my shoe, and the shoes? How far is it? Why is everything a shoe? Who okay, who's still shoe? got all their health and hasn't been hit yet? Me. That's who. I, well, I, if you're looking shoe for a practical solution, he's for me. distance of an arrow. I could always uh, turn into a wolf and go and bite him. Well, should we stick with the long range, first of all? Shall I shoot an arrow next to him just to see if he's going to turn and, and notice us? If we decide to fight him, I'd suggest you keep a little bit of distance as I'm... Uh, do we need to I fight him? Well, it depends. Mm. I don't suppose if he's a lich, he's going to want to give up his own soul. What was what was the goal? What were we sent in to do? The golden phylactery is a magical jar that if he dies, his spirit goes back into there and it rests up and then, pop, he comes out again. So uh-huh. as, as, as he's having this this discovery, like the, the magical energy in front of this this character is like it like builds and builds and builds, and then just a puff of smoke comes. Like, Fuck's sake, not again! Right. Mm. I'm going to be honest. I have no fucking idea what's going on, so I'm just going to let you guys talk it out. Okay. Now, I have well, no idea. There, there's no there's no harm in trying to charm him, and if that fails, we poke him with sharp things. I have one other thought. I can, if I concentrate really hard, people sometimes like mistake me for other people. Um, I could go up and pretend to be that Benton lad we saw earlier and see if I can have a word with him. That's yeah, true. Good thought. Oh, should we? Should we just try and hide here then? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Anything that doesn't make me move, I'll just stay still. Smoke a fag. Um, if you're trying to hide. Probably best not to have a glowing cigarillo. I'll stub my <laughs> cigarette out on the newest bit of moss I can find. That's not very nice. Fortu- 
Fortunately for Mossy, this is a very well kept room. So you've got clean, <laughs> clean floors. The, the the curtains that line the side, the long sides of the room are both are all very clean. Uh, it, it's as if this place is used regularly. Can I go stealth up behind a curtain? Yeah, sure. Uh, which side of the room do you want to be? Left or right? Right side, please. The right side. So, um, as you walk through the curtain, um, you get rather a fright. He's disappeared uh, because. <laughs> Because because as you walk down, you see a lot of copies of the same person just stood there, frozen in space. Oh. They're completely inactive. They don't respond to your touch or to you moving past. But you walk in and you see all the way up to the top of the room behind the curtain many, many copies. Oh, Jesus Christ. And they're all, they're all dressed exactly the same. It's a white tunic with a red sash. Handsome, handsome humanoid face. Um, the eyes are closed. There is no breathing. There is no movement. There is no sign of life in any of them. Is he trying to make an army? Okay. Well, I've, I've run behind the I've run behind the curtain to stealth myself up. So I don't know if the rest of the group has seen what I've done and where I've gone. Well, do you want to roll a stealth check now? So just so, so we can see how stealthy you are being. Okay. That's just a. Uh, 16. 16, yeah. You might you, you managed to, to stealth around perfectly fine. The rest of the group haven't seen... The rest of the group saw you go through the curtain, but they didn't see anything behind the curtain. Um, and you haven't moved in any way that might even risk kind of interacting with these things. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll head to the other side behind the other curtain just to spread ourselves out. 
Okay, and on the other side of the curtain, you see the same. Oh. Can I throw my shoe at one of the things, one of the copies that are stood behind the curtain? If you want to, if you, uh, you want to... Can I consult do... my group first? Shall I Mortimer is vigorously shaking him. his head at you while sort of trying to shush you. <laughs> Pointing in the general direction of the what appears to be a sorcerer or wizard at the far end of the room. Okay, so I'm going to look at Leo. Do I throw a shoe? <laughs> he, he, he's hiding behind a curtain. <laughs> okay, can I look at Mossy and see if I should throw a shoe? I'm behind another curtain. <laughs> Okay, so I have nobody to look at to see if I should For throw permission. a shoe. <laughs> I mean, you do have your own agency. You don't have to listen to, to Mortimer if you don't I want know, to. No, but I don't like the responsibility of when things go wrong <laughs> falling on my head. Um, how about instead of throwing how... a shoe, scurry behind a curtain? <sighs> okay, I'll scurry behind the curtain, smoking a fag as I go. Next to Leo or Mossy? Um... Leo's less flammable, so I'm going to go less. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go next to Leo. Yeah, go next to Leo. Okay, so it's just kind of Mortimer just stood in the middle of the room. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm rather moist, so I'm very unflammable. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot you were moist. Just keep thinking you're made out of plants. No, I'm more made out of water. <laughs> so Mortimer now stood on his own, sort of seems to stand up a little bit straighter. And sort of, you see him frown in concentration and he's sort of very quietly muttering to himself, trying to sort of like practice the voice of the guard they saw earlier, the guy Benton, who was turned into a statue. And as he repeats sort of whatever he heard from that guy again and again and again, you see his face start to blur and change. And he now, casting disguise self on himself, looks exactly like Benton. And Excellent. with that, he moves up to about 15, 20 feet behind the sorcerer. And or behind the guy anyway, and sort of coughs and goes, uh, "Excuse me, uh, boss, sir." And he, um, and he, tur- he turns around, and yes, it's it's Cydro Goodson. Benton, Benton, my good man, who who released you from the statue? I, I don't rightly know, sir. I just sort of w- w- was there, but with sort of the key and everything. Um, uh, Mister Goodson, sir, um, uh, are you aware that there are people trying to break in? What? 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 No, no, no. Oh, oh okay. And he um. He, he, over over his shoulder, you see that the golden phylactery is there. That's what he's been working on, and he kind of he turns over to the to the desk and he kind of picks up his spell book and he's kind of flicking through, flicking through, flicking through, and he's he's like, mm, okay, 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 hold on, we can sort this out. And he and he he looks over to the curtains and he kind of flicks his fingers and all the curtains oh, drop. No, <laughs> and he goes, and who are they? Oh my God, they've got in, Benton, sir. Ben- Quick, Benton, hide behind Benton, me. Did you leave them here? He um he, he kind of like kind of scrambles back up a little bit on onto the um uh, onto the altar. So, who are you? What what are you doing here? How did you find this place? He's kind of casting cast, casting there to the U three, assuming that um he, he can't see through um Mortimer's disguise. Well, I was out looking for some nice flowers, and uh, uh, I, I somehow ended up in here. There's not much grown here. Where where's your nursery section? <laughs> what what are you talking about, man? R- uh, roll a deception check for me to see. <laughs> wow, I'm actually proficient in this. Sixteen. Sixteen, is it? 
You shouldn't have been able to get it. How lost are you? How lost do you manage to get to find it? This, this statue, the, the, the trapdoor. The... Did you release Benton here? He's been keeping this guard place guarded for years. No, there was uh, a there was a hole in the wall. A hole in in the wall. Oh yeah, I was out in the garden, and I saw a hole, and I thought, oh, I wonder what interesting plants are growing in here. Oh my God, what what, what on earth is going on above ground? I'm not sure. I was too busy looking <laughs> at the plants. <laughs> and he, he turns over, turns over to Scarlet and Leon. And you too, I suppose you're I suppose you're looking for flowers, are you? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> we're we're part And he's going to he's he's going to roll insight on that yes. We're part of a horticultural society. He gets I'm a clearly sixteen a, on that. I'm clearly a gardener wearing heels. And he, a gardener. Um, and he and he notices you for a second and goes, Ooh, hello. Hello, darling. Uh, come here, come here, come here. Hello. And he beckons you over. Do you go towards him? Yes. And he kind of, he, he, he kind of, he kind of pops down from the um, the altar. And he looks at you. Ooh, oh, oh my! It's been it's been quite a long time since I've seen a lady. Um. Ooh. And he's he, he kind of he's he's regarding you, possibly like like a dirty old man kind of regards you. He's like, I'm used to that. That's yeah. fine. Hello. Uh, is it is it hourly or by the evening? <laughs> Uh, depends on the money, sir. <laughs> well, I, as you, as you can see from even just this part of my palace, I have quite the money. Well, clearly not if you let mossy people walk into your chambers. So, just, depends. Just, just, just wait a, just wait a minute, and I'll, I'll, I'll deal with him. And he kind of flicks open his book again, and kind of mumbles something, and clicks his fingers, and um, the. The version of him next to you, Mossy, grabs your arm. Ooh. And holds holds you in place. So I will need you to roll an opposed strength check. So is this a grapple? Yes. All right. I will use acrobatics uh, to try and. Okay, then I'll need to see what his acrobatics are. You use your uh, athletics or acrobatics to grapple me, and then I use either to defend. Right, okay. I am using my acrobatics. Um, and I get a 20, 19 plus 1. Oh, and I get a 20. Oh! 18 plus Ooh. 2. Can I, can I just throw something in here? I've got... Um, a shoe? Charm person. Yeah, um, you can try and charm him if you want. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do that. I'm just going to char- try and charm him. I'm so used okay. to this, so... So, right, so that is a wisdom save, I believe. Oh, uh, hang on. This guy sounds pretty special. I don't know if he's going to have a high wisdom. All uh, right, so it's a wisdom save of 12. Uh, right, okay. Um, and he gets a 21. Ooh. Oh, shit. So, yeah, um, so uh, as you kind of sort of fluttering your eyelashes and just kind of like talking nicely to him, he, just, he literally ignores you. He's more interested in what the... Um, the, the 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 copy of himself is doing with uh, Mossy. While this is happening, has he got the phylactery, or is it on the table in front of him, or is it in his eyeline? So it's it's on the table behind him. Um, sort of still gesturing with his sword at the other two at the far end of the room. Um, Mortimer is going to attempt to sort of move behind him and within arms reach of the phylactery while trying not to look like he's moving towards it. 
Right, okay. Um, give me a stealth check with advantage because you're disguised. I guess stealth would be the closest one at the minute. Stealth plus four. And that is 21. 21, yeah. So he's he's more focused on what's happening between Mossy and the copy. Um, he hasn't done anything with the one next to Leo yet. So Mortimer's going to grab the phylactery and cast invisibility on himself. Nice. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't think he has any comeback for because sleight of hand wouldn't really matter because you're just grabbing it, aren't you? Yep. Mortimer turns invisible yep. and immediately starts trying to move quietly but swiftly towards the door without making any noise and hopefully not being seen. Right. Okay. So, so, uh, so, uh, Sidro kind of looks aside and notices that the phylactery and Benton are gone. What, 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 what? He's kind of looking around, and he is going to roll a, um, a perception check to see if he can see you in any way, shape, or form. Is there anything that I roll it above to get a, that? Because I haven't dealt, dealt with invisibility before. Disadvantage, is it? I think it is. Perception with disadvantage, oh, is it? Because stealth is an, is an advantage, isn't it, if you're invisible? It is. We could argue it's a stealth check for me to try and sneak away without being seen. Which right. Means, yeah, I would either have advantage or you would have disadvantage on perception. I'm not quite sure how that works. Right. Okay. I t- right. Well, see, seeing as you rolled it high, quite high on the stealth check, we'll carry that over for this. Seeing as it, we'll we'll, we'll say this is one movement, including um, cast invisibility. I'm just going to throw something else in there. I've got see invisibility, so can I see him doing what he's doing? You would have to cast that. Right. Okay. So Sidro doesn't notice your invisibleness moving. He only rolled a nine on his perception. Okay. So, uh, right. Okay, so he's... Benton, Benton, what? No, no. Ah, shit, the phylactery. Ah, what the fuck is going on? And he kind of mumbles again, and the um, the, the copy next to um, Leo makes makes a swing to try and grab him. So, Leo, I want you to roll a dexterity check. Dexterity. Uh, that is an 18. 18. So you managed to duck just in time so the thing doesn't grab you. They, it doesn't look like it can move forward. It just tries to literally just grab you in a bear hug. But you drop you drop to the ground and out of the way of it. And we'll see you scrabble kind of five, five foot away so you're back in the middle of the room. Um, so we've got um, we've got Scarlet still in front of Sidra. Sidra's starting to panic. Um, we've got Mortimer somewhere. No one really knows where apart from himself. <laughs> And we've got and we've got Mossy who is currently um in the midst of trying not to be grappled by another copy of Sidro. So let's let's get Sorry. back to this. So we 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 have Le- we have Leo kind of now in the se- in the center of the room in view of um Sidro. And we have uh, Mossy trying desperately not to uh, be caught in a grapple. So we're gonna do another um opposed athletics check, Mossy, because it's gonna try and grapple you again. Okay. So oh, this um, sound good. I am using. What Can I, I what help I... out by trying to shoot at the copy that's trying to grab Mossy? Uh, you can, yes. So, uh, yeah, t- yeah, t- t- take a shot with your arrow. Okay. Is there a possibility that I could hit Mossy if I do this? Only if you roll a natural one. Okay. So, just rolling a d twenty. Yeah. Oh. I see him aiming, so I close my eyes. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, you, yeah, you you hit it, um, and nice. it it um it shatters into clay. Ooh. Okay. And 
And Mossy's just kind of stood there going, what happened? What happened? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had my eyes. As if on cue. I had my eyes closed. <laughs> and and Sidor yells down from the back. How dare you? How dare you? And he's going to actually take a shot with his crossbow. And we are going to enter um, combat now. So if you all want to roll for initiative again. Yeah, I'm not very good at this. I hear the crystal maze music in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got eight, 18 plus initiative, you say. So I got yeah. 21. 21, so that's probably you near the top. Uh, 16 for me. 22 uh, for Mortimer. Oh, so no Mortimer's at the top. Ooh. And, and 18 for Marcy. Mm. Okay. Okay, so Sidro is still going to get his shot off on Leo with a hand crossbow. Uh, yeah, it's a range of 80 feet. That'll, that'll go. And he gets a 13. Ooh, that matches my AC. That matches your AC, so that hits you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is 1d8 plus 1. So he so he catches you in the shoulder for 6 damage. Ouch. He's like, how dare you... Do you know how long it takes to make a homunculus? And he um, he, he he raises his hands up, and on the bottom of the turn order, you get four humun- homunculi appear. Uh oh. Um, and I say by appear, it's basically it animates four of the creatures around you. So we are going to basically just use the same token as we were using for um, Sidro. Um, and yes, these are four homunculi, so we'll have one there, one that Leo stood next to, one next to Mossy, and one in the middle of the room. Oh, they're all little and cute. Yes, they're all little. That's how, that's, that's how I'm, I'm telling the difference between them and uh, Sidro, because I'm using the same token for them all. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> because I'm efficient like that. Uh, right, Mort- Mortimer, it is your turn. You're still stood next... Even though you're invisible, you're still stood next to um, uh, to uh, Scarlet right now. And you're kind of pretty much directly in front of Sidro. So Mortimer is going to basically leg it. He's going to attempt to move... Um, taking a dash action to move 60 feet pretty much get him right back to the doorway that would actually get him to the doorway yeah okay is the door open yeah the door's still open yeah the door is still open okay so that uses up Mortimer's turn uh, unless he's got any bonus actions he can use uh, nah nothing he wants to use just now okay uh, so Scarlet you are up um <sighs> hmm I'm a little bit stacky guys I'll be honest well, you might want to consider moving further away towards the door. Regardless of what's going on, it seems the plan appears to be somewhere along the lines of... Leg it. Tease it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's no point in trying to charm this guy. You, like, can, you know, you can, try, you can still try to charm him if still, you want he, to. He was pretty... I'm not going to blow my own trumpet, but he was pretty into me. So do <laughs> yep. I... Do I try that way? Do I just leg it? I mean, if 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 you want to try and use charm person, I'll let you do it with advantage because yes, he is quite into you, being a man who has quite obviously been down here for a long time and has a not- notoriety for enjoying company of women. 
but clear, as, as he said, he's not seen a woman for a long time. So you would have advantage if you wanted to try that. Or rather, I would rule a disadvantage. I think. I'll give you that nod that they do in Return of the Jedi, and they're like, Okay. What do you think I should do? Go for it. Alright. Yeah, I'll try and charm him. Okay, so I'll, I, I'll so, try. So I need to roll wisdom at disadvantage. I'm guessing his wisdom is high. He seems like a pretty decent guy. I don't know. He spent a lot of time down here. <laughs> um, okay, since that. Uh, so he rolled an 18 and a 7, so he got a 7, so uh, he is charmed by you. Oh, fantastic. And he, uh, this is where I uh, excel. <laughs> Uh, throws charm to spell. So the charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows that it was charmed by you. So it. Um, so uh, Sidra looks de- looks down at you, Scarlet, my dear. It's so lovely to see you again. I'll be with you a minute. I just need to kill these fuckers. Uh, the thing is, I've just bought this dress. I don't want to get anything on it. It's so. A lovely dress. Very, very. It is beautiful. Thank yes. you. So it would be really lovely if you didn't kill them immediately. Leave that till later, and I can keep my cl- my dress nice and pretty for you without bloodstains and bits and shit in it. Oh, that's. You, you do make a good point, darling. And he uh, and he and he kind of, like, he kind of he kind of sits down. And he kind of waves his hand a little and the. Yeah, the, the homunculi that have been animated—they kind of freeze in motion as they're kind of heading towards the others a bit. And he's um, and and he's and he sits. He says, "Are you sure I just can't kill them a little bit? They have invaded my space." Not, not even a little bit. <sighs> just for a little while. Okay, just humor for you. me. Just for just for humor you. me. How just for me. Okay, and he, um, he, he, he will, he will move. You will move like a little bit further forward to kind of regard these. Why are you here? Oh, what me? do you want? No, he's, he's talking. He's talking to um oh. to, to Leo and um and Mossy. Why are you here? What do you want from me? Well, as I said, I was looking for begonias. And <laughs> <laughs> at this point, he doesn't believe a word you're saying. I, I, he want. He wants the truth. He wants the truth. Well, the truth is, cheese it. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to run with them, as we have everything we need. <laughs> okay, so um, don't you see. dare leave me in here with that man. Right. So, uh, are, are you taking a dash action, Mossy? Um, it's not attacking me at the moment. This little man, is it? No, no, he's he's, fr- he's frozen in place as if he's about to grab you. He's about to grab me. Okay, I will use. Uh, just in case he tries to grab me, I'm going to use Misty Step. Nice. And that will get me how far? Is it? 30 feet to an unoccupied spot. Uh, okay, well, tell me. So that way. Okay, yeah, I'll put you there. And next then I'll use my normal movement. Six to get around there. I'm stuck with this guy. Then I'll use my action to dash and do a jump over the, the trip wire okay so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to roll um, an acrobatics check for that one okay if you're da- if you're dashing while doing it yeah 
Uh, Oops. Seven? Seven. You, you set off the trap. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> Ouch. So you, you will take 1d12 of damage. Um, and that will be... Oh, it's a two. Sorry, I, I, can't, I can't read the font on this particular dice that uh, Sergeant Story sent me. So yeah, so you, you take two damage. And the trap is now sprung, so it will not stop anything. Am I prone now, or...? No, 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 it's just crashed on top of your head. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bugger. Uh, right, and that will be your turn, Mossy. Leo, you're up. Well, I, I have the ability to dash out the room, but I'm aware that leaves one member of our party stranded in the middle of the room all by themselves with yes. four people to take on, plus one very Side potentially yourself. scary person. Yes. So I'm going to move closer to the middle of the room, so I'm just slightly out of grabbing <gasps> range from the one next to me, and I'm going to try and let loose an arrow uh, straight down. I'm within range. Um, yeah. So who are you, who are you aiming to hit? Uh, the main main bad dude in the hope that if I can injure him that'll hopefully stop the little homunculi he's raising uh, okay so yeah ro- uh, roll an attack with your uh, bow and arrow roll an attack with my bow and arrow that is a 13 13 that hits him so roll me some damage some damage that's a 3 <laughs> oh. 3 I'm sorry I tried thanks Thanks for the help. Stuck with his pervert forever. You fire an arrow and it kind of wings him across the side of the arm. It does a little bit. It gives a little bit of a cut in his bicep. Other than that, it doesn't really affect. Ow! How dare you? Come into my house and attack me. Um, I've still got. Kind of grave robbers are you? Um, can I still use my bonus action to dash closer to him? If you want to, yeah. Yep, I'm going to do that. How far does that let you dash? Um, uh, 30 feet. So you can get there. As close as I can get. No, actually, you know, no, you can actually get right next to him. Okay, because I've got a feeling he's not going to be very good in hand-to-hand combat. You may or may not be correct. Down here a long time. I'm <laughs> banking on anyway. <laughs> okay, and that's me done. What's you done? Okay, so it is uh, Sidro's turn now. Um, and he, he ter- before he starts doing anything, he turns back to you, Scar, and goes, do, do you know these vagabonds? They seem to know you. No. Clearly, I have nothing to do with them. They are idiots. I, I fully believe that. I mean, they, they, Thank you very much. They are, I know you would never lie to me, darling. And he, um, he, uh, <laughs> oh, it's Leo, Leo, Leo. Did he I... is going to use shocking grasp now oh. that you're right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, and that is. Dash before 12. you do the attack. Dash before you do the attack. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 12. Does that hit you? That. Oh, that does not hit me. My AC is ah, so he, re- he reaches forward like electricity, like fritter- frittering out of his hand, tries to grab you, and he kind of like 
catches the edge and you can feel kind of that your hair kind of stand on end a little bit but he doesn't do anything he doesn't he doesn't connect with you and he kind of growls a little bit at you yeah um and he is going to use as his bonus action he is going to use um expeditious retreat oh um so and he is going to dash after the two that have left so far that means that uh, Leo will get a uh, attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity, yes. Um, I have a question to ask. Yes. In my backpack, I have uh, a thousand small ball bearings. Can I casually throw these onto the floor as he's trying to push past me so we get a Scooby-Doo kind of <laughs> scrabbling his feet around while he tries to escape but ends up falling flat on his face? You know what? Whether it's allowed in the rules or not, I don't care. I'm going with the rule of cool. Go for it. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, so how how are we going to arrange this one? This is probably going to have to be like a dexterity check for for Sidro as he dashes, isn't it? Um, yeah. Okay. What's his dex there? Uh, okay, so we'll say it is acrobatics. He's got the most in that one. That's kind of to try to keep himself upright. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets oh, he gets a seventeen. So you kind of throw the ball bearings out. And he kind of he, scr- he scrabbles on there, and what I'll say is because it's kind of like we'll count that as kind of almost like rough terrain, mm-hmm. so it kind of halves the movement, so he, can, he gets thirty feet. It doesn't get it doesn't manage to get any closer to where Mortimer is. Um, the homunculi are up now, um, and I need to get their stat block up because I'm so disorganised. I forgot to read their stat block. Uh, right, so their speed is only 20 feet. So, um, 20. So this one's going to make its move towards Leo. Um, the, this one is going to move towards Sidro. The one is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20. It's going to move next to, um, Mortimer. What's their perception like? don't think passive perception is 14 so mm. I don't think he'll detect you no I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's not gonna detect you and this one 5, 10, 15 20 okay so that is now back to the top of the turn order we're now with Mortimer so um, Mortimer looking back into the room decides he's probably got to help out or lose most of his crew. So he's going to move back to the corner here. Can he do that without taking an attack of opportunities? He's still invisible. He's still invisible, yeah. So we can move back to the corner the corner in the um, corridor. Cool. He's then going to look hard at Sidro, and he's going to pick a spot on the floor right in the middle here so yeah. that a 10-foot sphere would encompass all three of those homunculi. And Sidro, he pulls okay. his lucky penny from his pocket and he focuses on one stone in the corner and he plays a horrifically piercing note it's just discordant and horrible and it keeps rising and rising and rising and if you watch one of those stones starts to vibrate and shake and eventually it just explodes as he casts oh. shatter so that's oh. going to be a saving throw it's let me just check it but not excuse me one second yeah so that is a constitution saving throw uh, at DC 14 for all three homunculi and sidro and I need to find 3d8 
Okay, so I'm going to so Sidro first. Um, he gets a fifteen. He passes. And the homunculi. Uh, what's that con? Plus one. Uh, so there's three of them there. D twenty. There it is. Uh, four, six, and eight. Well, they all fail. Uh, so the homunculi all take fourteen damage. So the homun- all three, all three of the homunculi, they just shatter on the spot. They just shat- shatter into, um, into well, into nice. clay. Um, and Sidro takes seven points of damage. Okay. So Sidro takes seven damage. Okay, so the um, the shatter, the explosion, Sidro kind of like it almost in slow motion looks to the side and sees like three copies of himself just vanish from this world. And he just takes, like, rocks and, and detritus to the face. And uh, he's, ah, what the f- No! How dare you? Don't! Um, and it is now... Uh, with that, um, oh, yes? Mortimer will yell, Come on, we're leaving! And he will carry on with the rest of whatever is left of his movement and try and get down the corridor and away from everybody else. 15, 15 20. Uh, what's his movement? 30. Yeah, 30. 30. So you are... Uh, and yeah, Mossy was further because Mossy was caught under the. Oh, fuck's sake. Great, I've managed to get two tokens on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mo- Mossy was caught under the trap, so you moved just behind where Mossy is. Okay, uh, Scarlet, your turn. Mm. So, that chap is far too far away from me now to do anything to him, and I don't want really want to bother him. He's kind of my friend. Um, let's have a look. Is the homunculi in the middle of the room? Is, yes, I was going to say. How far away is he from me? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet away from you. 30 feet. Um, whose go is up after me? Uh, after you is Mossy. Oh, no, Mossy's gone wrong. Um, can I hit him with a firebolt, please? Yes, you can. Um, roll to attack. I believe. Oh shit! I hit the four. Four. No, you missed <laughs> yeah. that one. Plus, Fire, plus fireball, two fireball. is a six. Yeah, fireball just kind of screeches past him and just hits the ground and with a dull. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you, are you going to make take any movement or anything? Um, I don't really want to get closer to him. It looks a bit scary. I'm going to stay where I am. Just let the other guys finish him off. Fair enough. Uh, Mossy, it is your turn now. Well, uh, the important people are heading out. Uh, <laughs> I, I sort of look behind and I, I, I see Mortimer. No, you don't. No, I don't. Uh, he does. Uh, I, I dropped do. invisibility in order to oh, cast chatter. So, oh, so yes, I, okay. I do I'm see him. My, my perception <laughs> is improving. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll go, where are they? Mortimer shrugs. I said, let's leave. Uh, let's see. Well, that means we've got part of the rod. Uh, you remember that I was nice to you. I do remember that I was nice to you. I don't, who Thank said that? You. I also remember that you're friends with him now. Only as long as the spell lasts. It's uh, all an illusion. All right. Okay. I uh, 
cast mirror image on myself and three duplicates of myself appear around me. Okay. And I then use a bonus action to cast Shillelagh and imbue my staff with magical not work. Ooh. So there are now uh, four mossies running through this corridor. Yeah, and I'm going to head back towards the room. But she was nice. Okay. Yeah, I was nice to you. I didn't let you know it, but you knew it. 30. So, yeah, 30 gets you closer. Yeah. And so, obviously, I can't be surrounded here because I'm just in the entrance, but there's four of me. Hey. Okay, uh, Leo, you are up now. Uh, okay. If I try and move up, will the homunculus get an attack if I go past him? Um, you could skirt round him as long as you don't go within five feet. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah so you could kind of move over here uh, and then down to here. I wanted to move into stabbing range. Um, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, so you could, you, you could, because you've got 30 feet of movement, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so if, if, if we see you move 5, 10, 15, 20. We'll say that's about 30 feet, because if you take, if you busy run through the other homunculi, yeah. the inactive ones, okay. and you get close enough to stab him. Uh, yes, and I am going to try and do an attack with my rapier. Okay, give me an attack roll. 15 plus 4 is 19. 19, that definitely hits. Awesome damage this time. Ugh. Yeah, give me some good damage. Four. 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 You get better at hitting, just not hitting hard. Yeah. <laughs> so you hit him for four damage. You basically just kind of like like stab him, and it, you don't hit anything major in him. You just kind of like get... It's like, it's like a, it is a flesh wound. Like, he kind of turns and he goes, Oh, I'm going to fuck you up. Can I disengage? You can. Yeah. Got, you've got no movement to go anywhere, though. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. Bugger. <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could crouch and try and hide. <laughs> Disguise myself as a floor tile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to have to stand here, then, aren't I? So you ain't seen me. Oh, no. Right, <laughs> uh, right so he is going to... Um, uh, he is going to cast. No, oh, it's too close range to use that one. Uh, he's he is simply going to try and use shocking grasp on you again, seeing as you are within touching distance. He does have lots of spells, but I've given him lots of ranged spells, uh, and that is fifteen this time. Yeah, that hits. That hits, and that is two d eight damage. That is seven um, magic damage to you. Okay, magic or electric damage? Yeah, what it is. Um, yeah, so so he he just grabs you and like. Blue, blue lightning kind of runs up his arm into your chest and you just feel it and you kind of like tense up and like I struggle to move for a moment you take, yeah you take seven points of damage Ouch, I'm down to two hit points oh no sorry um, <laughs> should have let that out and he is going to um, then try and head back down to um, where Mossy is which would give you uh, an attack of opportunity, I believe. Yep. Yes, please. So, yeah, so he's going to move towards Mossy, and do you want to roll your attack of opportunity? Uh, which one's that from, sorry? 
just a normal attack. Yeah, it's just a normal attack. Uh, with with what? My rapier again? Yeah, you're rapier. Whatever you choose, but yeah, rapier's probably the best idea. Uh, that's 20. Oh yeah, that hits. Is it natural 20 or just or just it's, 20? It's just 20. Okay, yeah. So, um... <laughs> three damage. Three, another three damage. <laughs> just a tickle. It is just a t- I mean, to be fair, it's 1d4. Uh, no, no, that's your dagger. Rapier, 1d8 plus 2. Yeah, you are rolling low on these ones. <laughs> oh, uh, hang on, I rolled the wrong thing. I rolled a d6. Yeah, so your rapier is 1d8 plus 2. Okay, should I roll that again? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's an 8 plus 2. That's 10. <laughs> there we go, there we go. Uh, so that's another 7. Was that another 7 damage? You said it was 3 damage. So there was seven da- an extra 7 damage. Yep. Okay, so yeah, so as Sidro kind of runs away from you, you get a thwip um, across across his back, and um, you kind of like cut off his sash, and there's a huge gash open in his back. Um, and as as his turn ends, um, two more homunculi appear. Uh oh. Shit. So um, one back there. Bollocks. And one up here. And. Uh, what you're slowly realising is that there is the potential for every single one of these to be animated at any point. Right. So, Mortimer, you are now up. So, Mortimer is going to mutter to himself, what part of fucking leaving do these people not understand? <laughs> oh, fucking children. So he's going to move back where he can peek around the corner. Yep, so that's uh, ten feet. He is going to yell, I said, we are leaving. And he's going to yeah. point at um, Sidro Goodson and he is yep. going to start to mutter and nobody else hears anything but Sidro hears this horrible discordant melody in his head this sort of this sibilant whispering that just seems to eat away at his brain and he's going to need to take a wisdom saving throw please oh dear oh dear what are you casting on I'm him right now I'm casting dissonant whispers ooh a nice uh, one. he gets a 12 he fails and takes ooh Slide is 10. 10 uh, damage. Psychic. And he tries to run away now, doesn't he? And he will now try and take his movement to run as far away from me as he can. Now, this. Oh, back towards me! Is he close enough for me to get an attack of opportunity if he runs away? 30. Um. Okay, yeah, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll give you that one. You can, you can do an attack of opportunity on him. We'll, we'll, we'll see he was with it within the range of one of the copies of you. All right, okay. I get to use my shillelagh. 21. <laughs> yeah, that hits. And that does <laughs> nine damage. Jesus, big hits. So he, uh, uh, as he runs back again, he just again on his back on the wound, or after the wound that Leo had left at his back, he's crack him across the back of his magic shillelagh. And he's, and he's like spits blood out and he kind of runs a bit further forward he's starting to stagger he's looking really really injured right now and he kind of he, sh- he shouts at the monkey like please save me stop them and he like begs up at you scarlet please help me get rid of them and uh, it is now uh, Leo no the scarlet's turn sorry Christ so I'm watching all this go on I'm kind of out the way of everything have you got any ranged damage spells you can throw the at only the thing I've got the I've got mm. do you have any good second level spells 
How do I know? Uh, what spell. spells do you have? You've got invisibility, seeing uh, invisibility, spells. and suggestion. Yeah. I have all stuff that I can use basically whispering into one's ear. I don't have anything that I can use at distance apart from firebolt or control flames. Yeah, firebolt's probably um, your best option of that sort. Yeah, he's looking pretty beat yeah, up. See if you get the firebolt again. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll use I'll use another firebolt, please, if possible. Uh, yep. Okay. So roll to attack. Black is a three. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's a three. So the, the, the you, yeah. So it's a five. It's a five altogether. You 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 throw out a firebolt, which kind of misses him, but it bre- it breaks the charm person spell, and he looks at you and goes. Oh god, you're one of them, aren't you? You were never my friend. And he uh, he, 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 he shouts for he shouts for another homunculus to to, to move towards oh, you. Oh Jesus one, Christ! One one appears um, to your left. No, don't say to my left. Or to, to your right, rather. If you're facing. Don't say to my right. Could it? Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you want to move, or are you fine staying where you are? Uh, no, I'm not fine staying where I am. Um, <laughs> How far can I move? I can only move 30 feet. Where does that take me? Probably uh, right where the, all the other fuckers are. 15, 20, 25, 30. So basically, it's about to where the middle uh, chandelier is in the room. Oh, Jesus Christ. And bear in mind, um, you, have, you, you, you have one homunculus there. And a whole load of ball bearings all over the floor. A whole load of ball bearings on the floor. You've got a, hom- a homunculus <laughs> close to you. You've got Sidro there. There is a homunculus in the middle. Can I move 30, well, however far to the, as I'm looking at, as I'm looking at where I am, yeah. to the right. So away from the homun- homunculus on my left. Yeah, so you move, basically but hook, also, hook the Yeah, but also away from the guy on which will now be on my left, away from Sidrus. Yeah, okay, so you, so you would move basically over there, to, uh, hug, yeah, hugging the wall. Yeah, keep me away from the other guy. Okay. <laughs> He's a bit yeah. scary and rapey looking, I don't want to be him. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay, Mossy, you are up. I'm up. All right, how, You're up. How far away is he? Oh, 30 feet, I can get up to him. All right, then, I'll... Uh, Slippy slide my way in with my wet feet. Squelch right the way up to <laughs> and him. And I will hit him with my big stick. Go on, you, you hit that man with the big stick. Uh, I love a big stick. <laughs> I would say that's what she said, but that's literally the case. Uh, yeah, that is literally what I said. And I think my wet fingers uh, made my staff slip <laughs> a bit because I, I uh, got a seven. Oh dear. And we, and we know who's <laughs> the calbo of the group is. <laughs> So you, sw- you swing wide as um, as uh, Sidra is kind of yeah. like struggling to stay upright, and it just over the top, it flies over yeah. the top of his head. And I'll uh, say uh, say to Leo, "Come on, got some more fight left in you." And I'll throw a wet blob of moss at him, and it will slap into him. <laughs> <laughs> and he receives. Ooh, won't show up. Ooh, that's seven. seven points of healing. Thank you. Right, uh, and Leo, it is now your turn. Uh, okay, so because 
uh, you were within five feet of someone else, I can use my sneak attack, can't I? Yeah, so, yes. so when you attack, you add, if you hit, the sneak attack damage as well. Ah, okay. So I'm going to... Hmm. I think I might dash closer because my rapier deals more damage than my shortbow does. So I'm going to move up uh, next to Mossy. Okay. Um, and I'm going to attack with my rapier. Okay, so yeah, so you do your sneak attack, so roll to hit. A ten. No, that doesn't hit. Oh. <laughs> do you, what is it with you and hitting? Do you have your dagger in your offhand? I do. You can attempt to stab him with your offhand as well. Uh, I'll give that a go then. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Twelve, that hits, that, that hits. Oh, okay. Hey! So it's... it's just the dice with no modifier for the damage. Okay. Uh, that is five. Five damage. Five. Five. Okay. So, so what does that look like? Do you, you, you basically kind of slide around him and just like stab. You swing with the rapier that misses, and you just kind of then, as you move away from you, jab him between the ribs with the with the dagger. Yeah, I keep I keep my dagger at my hip. So as I miss with the rapier, I'm gonna grab with my other hand and fling back and, uh, and take a slash across with my other hand yeah so he is looking incredibly injured right now um, he's very aware that if he moves now that he has the risk of an attack of opportunity on him so he is basically um, weighing up his options and he's, he's like <laughs> it's all nice who, who are you working for tell me at least give me that before you kill me uh no <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh wait, the Spanish Inquisition. I didn't expect that. Um, okay, he is going to, in kind of one last kind of um, um, fated attempt to try and keep himself alive for a bit longer, he's going to cast Mage Armor on himself. Um, and then he will try to Expeditious Retreat again. check for Expeditious Retreat. Gives him an extra movement or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, bonus action each of your turns as the spell ends, you can take the dash action. So he's going to take the dash action as his bonus, um, and he's going to try and dash well out of the way. And I will try and whack him as he runs away. Yep, give him a shot. Let's uh, see, Shalady. 25 to hit. Wow. Oh, did that. Even with the mage armor, wow. I definitely fucking hit. That, I believe, is a critical. Uh, roll me some damage. Let's see. Let's see. Come on. Uh, four plus five. Nine. Nine. So, um, as so as he as he, he he casts the mage armor on himself, and you see this kind of vision of blurred armor around him. And as he starts to run away, you just you know, fuck this, and you just kind of whack him over the back of the head, and he goes down like a sack of spuds, and he's kind of crawling forward, and he goes, "It's just whoever sent you, is it worth it?" And he just collapses down, dead. And the homunculi that are around the room, they just stop and just all—you see them all just kind of turn into faceless clay, like the approximations of a human, but no detail or anything like that. Yes. It is and we are out. very much worth it. <laughs> and we are out of initiative. Yay, well done, everybody. 
<laughs> Mortimer strolls back into the room. So, have you quite finished mucking about? We've got all the stuff. Can we now leave? I, I want to check his pockets first. Fine. So, uh, roll me an investigation check then. Uh, 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 oh, good. Dirty 20. <laughs> So uh, in in his in his pockets, you, you root around. You find you find some palace keys, just normal keys, not non magical keys. Um, you, you you also find um, a, a a piece of paper with scratched on writing saying "They're coming for me. They're coming for me." Mm. And the um, it, writ, and drawn roughly on the side of it is a circle with three triangles in it, which you all recognise as the symbol of your employer, the triumvirate. PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Plot thickens. Yes, Jim Ryan's on the case. <laughs> so while Moss is doing that, Mortimer's going to stroll up to the um, sort of workspace at the far end of the thing and start taking a look around, see if he can find anything. Um, you find uh, uh, actually roll me an investigation check. That's twelve. So it's sixteen. Sixteen. So you, you 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 find another kind of collection of papers, uh, guides and spells on how to trap one soul in a phylactery, with lots of lots of them kind of attempts like crossed out of it as if he's been trying for ages and ages to do it. Um, if you glance at the phylactery, you'll notice that there is no energy in it. Like he hadn't been successful in trapping his own soul in it. Um, he you also find a diary, and as you just kind of like gradually flip through it, um, you find out that Sidra has been being chased by the triumvirate for a very long time. Um, they have wanted... He is, was paranoid about them wanting his collection. And you find out that he has been down here for about 10 years. Mm. And every personal appearance that has been upstairs, has, uh, upstairs in, the, in the outside world, has been a homunculus of him. He has never... He hasn't left this little dungeon for a long time, which is why there's only one entrance in and out of it. He has been hidden under his uh, hidden under his palace for a very long time, because he knew that someday the, the triumvirate would keep trying to get him. And there have been many assassination attempts. Mortimer figures his employer will be interested in this, so he pockets the paperwork in the mm. diary and um, just paperwork. Seems like them. Um, the reason I thought he was dead is one of these homunculus. I think we have everything we came for, don't we? Got the three well, parts: of the staff, the ring. We got this phylactery. Your quick double check. I'll. Uh... Just squeeze the water out of the moss into my eyes, and I'll cast detect magic normally, and have a quick um, shifty. The, the, there's nothing magical left in here other than the items that you are carrying. All right. Well, I managed to deal with the uh, trap on the way out, so we're all right. You, you're well, safe to go through there. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> you um, you you appear to have a bit of a chandelier-shaped dent on the uh, the back of your shoulder there. <laughs> I said deal with I didn't say disable well, thank, thank you for coming back in and, uh, and thanks for helping well I may not see a lot of stuff but I still listen and I heard uh, Mortimer say get out but obviously you didn't so I had to come back that was no fault of my own well you were alright he seemed quite like you. You might have had a good evening. No. Didn't you need another husband? 
No. It's <laughs> all right then. <laughs> so, Scholar, do you want to just roll me an investigation check? Uh, 16. Oh, plus whatever investigation is. Hang on. Uh, 18. 18. So uh, as you kind of walk past Sidro's corpse, you, you just glance over and you, and you notice um, on his uh, right hand um, a very a very shiny diamond and gold signet ring. And you just I'll be, pop that off. I'll be having that, yeah. Engaged. Engaged, everyone. Congratulations. Thank you for noticing. Let, That's amazing. Let's hope he amended his will in time. <laughs> My husband is a corpse. It's fine. Is that the fastest you've been widowed or close? No, no, <laughs> not even close. Good to know. <laughs> right. So you, you you all kind of collect your things, you kind of dust yourselves down, and you work your way back through the dungeon, climb back out the ladder into the um, entrance hall of the um, of the palace, um, and you see that uh, Dane Ashglade is is still kind of around, like kind of shouting at people and he sees you all climb out and he comes back over and goes well 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 what happened uh, well we found I got engaged and he looks at you Scarlet he's like uh-huh what happened we dealt with it I wouldn't the pay much attention to her boss um so we found Sidro down there he was very what? much still alive what what we we found we found his charred corpse out here, and with that, Mortimer takes out the paperwork and the diary and hands it across. Piers, that was some form of um, magical copy, and all the details appear to be in here. He um, seems to be doing this for quite a while. He was down there playing with this phylactery thing. Anyway, we found all the items you were looking for, sir, and here's your paperwork to go with it. Uh, there you go. Excellent, excellent. You, you, well done, Mortimer. You are quite efficient at what you do. What what what's wrong with the mossy one? What what happened to him? A chandelier, I think, sir. Uh-huh. It's all right. It'll buff out. I'm sure it will. Um, as as he's talking to you, actually, you, for the first time, you get a good look, and you actually notice that he still that he has new scarring across his face that you hadn't noticed when you first got here. The you haven't seen Dane Ashley around the Triumvirate Palace for quite a while. Um, so he's got he's basically he's completely scarred across his cheek and um, is there. he picks takes the diary off you um, Mortimer and he flicks through my god this is this is impressive work this is impressive work and he snaps a chuck and goes right thank you for this and he takes the phylactery from you and he says uh, he says the other items hand 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 them over to the to one of the commanders this this is what I wanted and he smiles at you and he goes you've done a good job today all of you even you Scarlet. Thank you, sir. Uh, did you want me to have a look at your face for you while you're here? No, no, no. It, it, it was a thing, magical weapon. Wasn't expecting it. I've tried. I, I've tried. I've, I've tried having it sorted. Okay, then. I'm not hurt. It's just scarred. Don't don't worry. I'll get, I'll get that Goliath back one of these days. And he um he kind of like swishes his cloak and he kind of walks off with purpose. And you you see as he walks out, he kind of lifts the phylactery and. Can't really tell for sure, but you think he's probably smiling. And so ends our little adventure into Sidro Goodson's um, palace. Well done, everybody. So I hope we all had fun. Thank you so much for giving your time to to do this, and I hope you've enjoyed a podcasting experience and playing D&D. It's been amazing, yeah. Yeah, I've never played before. 
So much and, fun. And what, would you play again? Yeah. Excellent. Well, all, all that remains to be said is to is is to uh, thank you also. Thank you, Smashius. Thank you, Mordain. Thank you, Supernatty Cat, and thank you, Robotic Monkey. Thank you, Candy, for having us along. Aww, thank you, Gadget. Thank you, thank thank you very you. much, Gadget. It's a been good great. Dungeon master. You've been listening to Smashius Clay as Mortimer Artillery, Robotic Monkey as Leo Loom and Bailey, Mordain as Mossy Lagoon, Supernatty Cat as Lady Scarlet Softballs the Third, and myself, Gadget, as your DM. We hope you enjoyed this little special diversion. We had a blast planning it and recording it. Let us know what you thought over on Twitter at Scorchy or head over to the Modern Escapism Discord and drop your thoughts. The links are all in the show notes below. Do Dragon's Dream of Scorch Sheep Season 2 kicks off next week on Wednesday the 26th for patrons and Friday the 28th of January for everybody else. If you want early access, ad-free, head over to patreon.com forward slash modernescapism and join the Scorch Sheep tier for £5 a month. Mortimer, Scarlet, Mossy and Leo will return in another special one-shot later this year. But now though, thank you for listening and good night. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.